Hey guys, what's going on? It's your man Smash coming at you with another episode of the Tuesday Night Smash Cast. I'm coming to you from the future. It's 2020, y'all. Hold on, let me stop moving this. Let me get this right. I didn't get it right. I didn't get it right. Right, right here. This is nice. So, anyway, guys, quick heads up. I'm sick. I had to take off work today because uh, I'm sick and. I've been sick since fucking yesterday, and yesterday was the last day of 2019, so, if you hear me blow my nose, drink, whatever, whatever, hawks, knock, <clears throat> all that shit, dog, you know why. Anyway, so I want to get to down to business. What's in store for 2020 in the Tuesday Night Smash cast, and what's in store for your boy Smash, as well as everybody else? Well, I'll tell you what's in store for everybody else. Well, I'll tell you what's in store for me, I don't know about everybody else, so... Let's recap 2019 right quick for your boy. I, I gotta be honest with you, man. 2019 has mostly been a blur for me. Well, the beginning has, but the end, but the but the last half has actually been uh, shit's changing. Shit, shit changed in the last half. Shit, uh, you know. I I honestly can't remember. Exactly, uh, how the first half of 2019 went, but the last half, uh, let me start with after the summer, right? No, no, let me start, okay, let me, let me start with this. After I crashed my car in 2018, I basically spent the majority of the year doing comedy in Manhattan. And I was doing excellent in Manhattan. Uh, well, I was doing excellent for what I was doing. I was hitting mics on a weekly basis. I was, I was writing what I could. I was balancing the book and jokes. I was just doing what I could artistically. Uh, my voiceover shit was faltering as usual, but that was mainly because I was self-conscious of the equipment that I have, which I got some new equipment. I just got some new equipment. I have yet to break it in. Uh, I may have to get some cords though, because the shit that I the cords that I have may not uh, be fit for this uh, for this shit. I got a Scarlet Two I Two for you tech heads out there, and I got an Audio Technica uh, ATH M50X pair of headphones. So I heard from the guys that, that that's the good shit for voiceover. So I said, "Fuck it, let me get it." And I got some podcast equipment. The equipment that you guys heard that Andrew Steiner did, that used on our, uh, he let us, he let us use for his shit. Dog, I'm getting that. I already put that shit on the anyway. I gotta pay it off now. But yeah, in twenty, uh, in about twenty, uh, let's say that that was really me. I was really just working and doing Manhattan for the first half of the year, and I was doing great. And then. The summer is when things started to falter. I just, uh, you know, just, I wasn't making enough to get to Manhattan on a weekly basis, and I, I, I kind of stopped writing jokes for a good while. I still haven't. 
And I just, I just, with not having a car, the bug for comedy started to die out. I mean, the, the flame for comedy started to die out. And, um, for a while I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just write, let me just work on the book. Let me just work on the book and I'll put comedy on hold for a little bit. Let me take a little break. And then, you know, I'll just work, get money and just work on the book. And that was fine for a while. But the more I waited, the more the, the flames started to die. And then fast forward to about September, right? Uh, this dude, John McKinley, hits me up. He wants to know if I can do his YouTube. He wanted to do... Well, actually, he hit me up in the summer, but I, I said, bro, I ain't got a car right now. I'll let you know what I'm good for. He, he wanted me to do his YouTube channel, do a video for him. With him, I mean. You know, I said first time I said, I'll hit you back when I'm available. And, you know, a few months passed. And then I was like, hey, you know what, man? Hey, man. Uh, how about I do your YouTube? And I, and I was like, hey, man. No, no. I was like, dog, listen, I'll take you up on that offer to do your YouTube. And then, you know, we, we agreed. We set up a date. And then we did it. And between that time, the the, the reason why I, I, I kind of said no the first time was because after the accident, I got scared to drive at night. I'm still scared to drive at night because that's when the accident happened. The accident happened at like 8, 9 o'clock. It didn't even happen that late. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't happen that late in the night. Um, And I was scared to drive at night, even though I've been driving at night all throughout 2018. But ever since I crashed my car, yeah. So I've been avoiding. That's why I, I was doing Manhattan because I I was just like, hey, this is how I'm not driving. The cabs are driving. The the Uber is driving. The trains are driving. Like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. So it was fine. There was no issue at all. I just had to walk there. <sighs> but. The problem with that was, uh, you know, it, it costs money. Costs money to do all that shit. Money I didn't have. And I was only working one job as opposed to two. But, anyway, so, so that's why, so I had to start doing my things early in the morning. When it came to comedy around the Hudson Valley, I had to do it. Like, not early in the morning, just early in the afternoon. And then, you know, I got my nuts I was like, because I didn't like driving anywhere I didn't know. So I didn't want to leave Poughkeepsie. I didn't want to go anywhere outside of Poughkeepsie for a good while. And so I was like, you know, I just went out. I was like, yo, bro, you being a bitch right now, man. You don't want to go to fucking, there's this dude who wants to who wants to do something with you and you don't want to do nothing about it. Why are you being a bitch? And so I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm a, you know, I'm we're going we're gonna to do this. We're gonna, we, I'm going to do John, John McKinley's YouTube. But we're going to do it a little earlier. Snigger Rocky. Hold on one second, y'all. This nigga ain't going to stop. Man, come in. Come on. Go, right there. 
So I said, I told myself, yo, bro, stop being a bitch. Stop being a bitch. And so I, you know, we set it up and we set it up for a little earlier in the day of like one o'clock. And, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's really been the first half of the year. Like, you know, and then fast forward to this and about... Late September, early October, right? Like somewhere around there. Yeah, like late September. We, I do, um, I go to this con, like the, like, nigga, the night before I do John McKinley's show, I do Andrew Steiner's podcast. Uh, and, well, okay, well, we're within like uh, the month of August or July. An old friend hits me, not a friend, but an old comic hits me up. We've seen each other. And uh, we've seen each other throughout the open mic. And she hits me up and she wants to know if we could just talk and shit. And we were, you know, I mean, we, we weren't really, we weren't friendly, but we weren't friends. And I wanted her to do a show. And that, that was one of my plans for the year. We wanted, I, that was one of my uh, hopes for this year to, to host my own show. Uh, and I wanted her to be on the show because she was mad funny during the open mics that happened at Mahoney's. But they stopped doing that shit. Now they only do shows. I'm like, fuck. Because I've been wanting to do the shows in the open mics, but I don't like emailing niggas. But anyway. And, you know, she she just wants to talk and blow steam and, and all that. And I did the same. And so, you know, we... We're chilling, and we don't live that far from each other, so we're chilling, and, uh, you know, we, we, we're just chanted up, and, you know, we're, we're just getting friendlier, um, and then we, we separate, we go on our way, and about, and we, we, we talking on and off for, like, the next few weeks, but then cut to... The night before John's show, when I did Andrew Steiner's, uh, uh, shit. Uh, no, no, this is before Steiner. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. This is before Steiner's shit. Uh, yeah, because I did Steiner, like, right before Halloween. Yeah. In, like, October. Bro, I'm trying to remember, I'm all over the place, I'm trying to remember this shit. But, uh, yeah, in September, no, nah, yeah, it was, uh, nigga, yeah, late September, uh, fuck, and then, so we do John McKinley, and then we do, so we go, so, and, you know, I'm thinking I'm just helping her out, well, either way, we, we do John McKinley shit, and, I'm just doing her, you know, and I think I'm doing her a favor, you know, and I want to do her a favor. No, I see her at the fucking, no, okay, so I do Andrew Steiner's podcast. No, 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 ah, shit, 
No, this is before Steiner's. Okay, this is before Steiner's podcast. I do. I go to the show to support Jimmy Mc, McDonald and John Skelso. They have a show at Mahoney's. I go to the show. I get there late, unfortunately. I miss both those niggas' sets. But at least I showed up to the last two comics. And then I go to fucking thing. Um, and then I'm talking to John. I'm talking to Jimmy. And I'm just chilling after the show, waiting for my brother to pick me up. This chick pops up out of nowhere. Fucking. She just literally just rolls up to me with a fucking beer in hand. I'm like, oh, shit. Hey, how you doing? It's her. She pops up. And we get to chatting a little bit. You know, we're talking about what's been going on and all that. And my brother pops up. And I'm like, hey, you know what? And then I invite her out. Because, like, right after that, I had to go do John. I had to go to Jersey to do John McKinley's uh, show. And so I said, you know what? How about how about you roll with us? You ain't got nothing to do. How about how about you, me, you, and two of my friends? We just go, we just go over and we just do this. You ain't gonna, ain't, nothing's gonna happen. And she agreed to it, and so we took her home. And then we went home, and I was like, "Go get some sleep, cause we gotta go grab you early in the morning, cause we gotta go do this." And, you know, on the way, my brother's making jokes. Ha, 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 bro, you trying to smash? And I almost smacked the fuck out of him because he's being disrespectful. Because I hate niggas that do that shit. Bro, you trying to smash? Like, it's different if you're being cute. Like, oh, what's going on here? Nah, I hate dudes that just like, bro, you trying to smash? Like, fuck you, nigga. So, anyway. And then we go do John's show. Uh, well, we go to, well, I pick her up. Then I pick my boy Isaac up. And Mo. And my son Isaac is like, yo, who that? Who that? And I'm sitting here like, I just tell him, like, yo, bro, listen, she's just a friend. I'm trying to help her out with her social anxiety. She ain't got nothing to do, so I just invited her for the ride, my nigga. That's it. And he was like, and he was like, oh, okay. He was like, oh, okay. So anyway, so we get to John. So we get to, uh, we chilling in the car. They smoking. We get, we get to Jersey. <clears throat> we get to Jersey And this nigga Johnny ain't at his house He ain't at his house He's he's in Manhattan with his girl Not a slight to him He's going through some things with his family Whatever You know I'm not going to judge I have my own issues I have my own issues So I can't really say nothing Um but hold on one second. Hold on. Jeez. Oh, anyway, so that little disturbance. But fuck it. So anyway, uh, yeah, that nigga's not there. Whatever. So we go out. Me, Isaac, and Mo. We go to a diner. This is and. We uh we eating, Anastasia's getting socialization in, and I get Isaac. I'm trying to get Isaac to talk to her because Isaac's a really good people person, and all that shit. And <clears throat> you know they just get to start talking, and I'm over here thinking like, yo, is this shit turning into a date, my nigga? We t- we out to lunch and all this shit, cause this nigga's not here no more. Now our plans change, and even and so now we walk around Jersey and fucking. We're walking around Ridgewood. Ridgewood's nice. 
I like Ridgewood. Nice, cute little strip. The main street's all right. It's a nice place, my nigga. And then we go to fucking... And then we're like, all right, what do we do next? Niggas want to see Joker. So we're like, let's go see Joker. So we go back to Newburgh. And on the way there, there's smoking. And the stage is lighting up. Fuck it. Yeah, so this chick was Anastasia. And Anastasia, she's lighting up. And she's getting more open to my friends and shit. Now they chilling and shit. And now we're chilling. And then we, you know, we get to Joker. And we're watching Joker. We're having a nice fucking time. She starts simmering down. Things are still a little awkward. We're friends and shit. Um, yeah. My nigga and the night ended. I don't even remember how this shit ended, but it ended. And I got a fucking cold sore on my lip, nice. But the shit ended. And then fast forward. And, uh, and then I start getting tingles in my guts. Fast forward to about last week last week of September I take this girl out on a date. We reschedule with I reschedule with John. He reimburses me for gas. We we all we everything's all good so far. Uh I asked her out on a date without telling her it's a date, yeah, and, uh, Andrew Steiner, uh, and then after, after that, I tell her how I feel, and this is, and, uh, you know, we talk in the car for a while, we talk in the car for a while, for, like, damn two hours, two, three hours, oh, you know, I remember how the first time I ended up, I rubbed her feet, I was on the podcast, but anyway, so, yeah, the shit, um, we chilling. Uh, yeah, and then I tell her how I feel. It's like October first, my nigga, and I basically spent all of October just ch- with this girl, spending time. We doing podcasts together. We chilling, and then like the week before Halloween. I do Andrew Sterner's podcast like that Saturday. Because I remember that Sunday I had to do John McKinley's show. And then, you know, I do, I do, I'm going, I, not only do I do Steiner's podcast, but I go see Steiner. He did a show at Mahoney's. And, you know, I talked about porn addiction and all that. And I was, and then, you know, it was nice because for that whole month, I ain't jack off. Because for that whole month, I really felt something for this girl, man. Like, I really felt something, something different. I really felt something different for once. And so I kept that shit going, and I told her how I felt. And that wasn't how it was at first, though. How my first feeling was, was that I was just helping out a friend. But then after that, I was just like, damn, what is this I'm feeling? So for basically all the month of October, I was just trying to woo her, get her on my side and shit. I ain't jack off. I got more confident. I was writing the book. 
I was really, I was spending time with her. And then we shoot the podcast and what's called, I mean, we, we did um John McKinley's show the next day. Fast forward to fucking, no, I mean, that was fun. He's going to post that episode whenever he does. You know, we, me and John are cool. John's a cool dude, you know, listen, you know he was nice. <coughs> Him and Nate Bennett was there too. Nate Bennett was there too. Another comic from Jersey. We was chilling. But uh, fast forward to November 1st. We just, me and Anastasia are chilling. And then we in the car relaxing. We start cuddling and shit. She's laying on top of me. And I'm side satching. Yo, can I kiss you? And she said, yeah. And then we just started going at it, nigga. We just started making out and shit. And so that's the story how I got my first girlfriend, my nigga. So, yeah, and that's, and then, you know, basically November hit. We had our ups and we had our lows, nigga. And that's it. And then for the month of November, that was really just, that was really my month. Nothing really happened in November. Well, except for this. Uh... Gabriel Rivera was hosting a f- the final episode of his podcast. What we talking about? Eight four five. Cut out one second. He was hosting his event, and he invited people out. And I told and me a few people showed up, but I bought me and my people, and we was chilling. <sighs> and from that, it was a cool event, and we went to this place called Scratch Lounge in Wappingers, and it was a cool place. Like uh, I passed by the shit all the time on um, when I was on Route Nine, and yeah, I don't know why I never noticed it. But fuck it, it was under new management. It's under new management now. So we get there, and he's interviewing, and he's doing his thing with his boy Blackout. And he interviews the, the owner of the place, this man Nova, Nova Sport on uh, on uh, Instagram. Please follow him. Shout out to homie. And this dude is out here, and, you know, he, he tells us his whole life story. He was homeless for two years. He owns three businesses, a modeling agency, the Scratch Lounge. And this third thing that I forgot, but he's got these businesses, and he's an entrepreneur, and he does business with mad dudes, and he's he knows the struggle of being a, an independent artist. And it's just like I'm hearing this man's story, and I'm just like, yo, this seems like a dope place to do business, that he's willing to give artists a leg up to do his shit. So I'm like, you know what, let me talk to this man. So so after the event, me and Isaac go talk to homie, and then, we, you know, we started doing business, and, and I'm like, yo, I want to open, uh, I'm, I'm like, hey, screw me, Mr. Nova, I want to know if we could run an open mic here at your establishment, we work out the details, and then he's like, he agrees to it, just like, just like that, and I was like, I was like, awesome. And I was hype as shit. Because this was the process of me running my own open mic. I was actually able to do comedy now on a regular basis. 
And that's going through some ups and downs too. Shit that I have to work out. Shit that I had to work out with, with Nova and shit that I uh like um communication is key because he thought it was gonna be a one night thing versus I wanted a weekly show. But now it it turn it's turning into a bi weekly show. People have to bring guests. We have to emphasize the people buy shit. People buy drinks or food, stuff like that. You can't just get water. Please buy fries, a beer, or something. Cause cause the last thing we want to do is put on a is put a two drink minimum or a one drink minimum. That's the last thing we want. But if it comes to that, we may have to. So, where we're, so, and you know, Nova is an excellent business partner. I, I, he runs excellent shows. His son's a DJ. He, you know, he does excellent shows. He's he's top dog. He's no bullshit. The man. He talk. He uh, what is it? He uh, where he shits. I, whatever expression that means that this nigga spits what he this nigga he he does what he nigga you get what I'm saying right <clears throat> the man works so he does not fuck around so when he so when he's doing but does so when he does business with somebody they he needs to see that them do a business so I need to step my game up this is forcing me to step my game up so. Right now, that's really what I'm focused on. I mean, I'm sick right now, so I, I'm not, I'm trying to focus on it. But like that, I need to make flyers. I need to write jokes. I need I need to do all this stuff, man, so I can get back into the game and run my own open mic. I need to get press out there, flyers, footwork. I need people on the ground. I need, you know what I'm saying? I need to get on my game, or else I'm gonna have to take business elsewhere. And that's not what I'm trying to do. We got an excellent spot here. Let's not. Squander. And funny enough, this this is a check mark. This is uh in twenty in the end of twenty eighteen I wrote down a a goal of mine and that was to run my own open and that was to run my own show. Like I said, that's why I want Anastasia on it. And while I'm not hosting my own show, I am hosting an open mic. Which arguably is better than the show. It is better than the show because it's a weekly thing. And it can turn into something greater. So with the power of I wrote down a goal of mine. And yeah, it didn't happen in the beginning of the year. It didn't happen in the middle of the year. It happened at the end of the year. But it happened. You know what I'm saying? So that writing your goal shit happens. You put because you, you put the energy. I'm a spiritual person. I believe you. You know you give you give what you get. And that applies to everything. You give out positive energy, you'll get out positive energy. You give out negative energy, you'll get negative energy. <clears throat> and if the universe sees you're trying to work, it will repay you in some way, shape, or form. She will help you out when you're in a rut. And I put that energy out there. I want to run a show. Guess what? I'm running my own open mic. I was at the right place at the right time. You see what I'm saying? As opposed to being at home on my ass. So now that's about... You know, let's say... yeah. So that's about... 
end of November, coming into December. I do some dumb shit and I break up with my girlfriend for a little bit. Why? Because she's going through some shit and I was on I was a dumb fuck. I was a I, I started my no fab shit and I'm getting tight because I have not jacked off in like two months. Lord have mercy. And then bro when I broke up with her I felt something. I haven't felt I felt something that I haven't felt since my father died. I literally felt like somebody died that day, bro, when I broke up with her. Like not the, day, the like not the night I broke up with her, bro, but like the next day when I was at work, I was like, "What the fuck, bro?" I was really on some bullshit, like, "What the fuck?" You know what I'm saying? Like the next, no, no, not the next day I was at work. The next day I broke away on Thursday, got back where on Saturday. But like that Friday, bro, I was I was in a fucking rut. She still she ran with me on some errands and shit, but my boy Rob, he talked to me about it. He said, bro, listen, sex is amazing. But if you truly love this girl, bro, you would you would give you would care you would respect what she what she does what she says and you would take the emotional uh relationship over the sexual relationship. Which I'm like, yeah, you're right, bro, but sex is, you know, come on, nigga. And Isaac was on this uh, on that same shit too. He's like, bro, if if your emotional health is there, bro, what good is sex? You know? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And so I started feeling fucked up, bro. And I literally felt like somebody died, my nigga, like, later that night. And then I texted my niggas, like, right before I went to sleep. Like, yo, I'm gonna go get my girlfriend back. Because my boy Rob, my boy Rob sent me a meme that said, fuck sex. Can you uh, help me with my emotions or some shit like that? And then I just started crying, my nigga. Like, I really felt like somebody died. I spent a lot of the day crying because I fucked up because I let my dick get in the way. As opposed to my heart. And so then, and so just all Saturday, I was plotting, like, how am I gonna get this fucking girl back, my nigga? Like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get some fucking flowers, I'm gonna get some broccoli, I'm gonna apologize. The broccoli's an inside joke between me and her. She, she, she lives a damn near vegan lifestyle, but I don't like broccoli. Neither, she don't like broccoli too much either, but I really don't like broccoli. <coughs> And so we go, and so I'm, you know, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that. We're going we gonna to talk forever, and I'm going to treat her right. And I'm going to sorry. I'm going to be on my hands and knees apologizing. So that shit. And, you know, it didn't go as planned on Saturday. It didn't go as planned as I planned it early in the day, but either way, it happened. And... I got her back, and you know we're stronger for it, and I'm and I'm smarter for it, and I'm wiser because of it. Never make a mistake like that shit again, bro. Never think with your dick. You gotta always think with your heart, bro. Bro, I and no fap is some serious shit, bro. Hold on, I see how much time I got left on this shit. I don't cool. I'm cool.
Alright, uh, wait, still recording? Okay, alright, I'm cool. So, um, yeah, you know, that's, that's just what I'm, I, you know, always think with your fucking heart, man, never think with your dick, unless, unless it's appropriate timing, man, it's all about time and place, and that wasn't the place for it, man. I'm refraining to use the L word on this girl just shit because I've been burned so many times and and I don't know if I want to use it just yet on her, man. I, you know, love is a strong word, man, that gets used so willy-nilly. And you, and you got to use that word on some people, on certain people, but you can't use it on just anybody. And I know she's not just anybody, but... She still needs to put through the test. You you feel me? You, you, you got... Yeah, man. So... <clears throat> and you know, like, you know, doing this... Noise, so, yeah, that happened. And, like I said, within these... Within between October, November, December, I was doing NoFap. I was doing... I was, I was trying to curb my porn addiction. And having... Chasing this girl helped me out significantly. Like, I didn't jack off for all October. I didn't, bro, like, from, like, the last week of September, like, the 24th, I believe, till the last week of, like, fucking December 29th, I didn't bust a single nut, bro. Like, I got close a few times. I almost got close to relapsing a few times in November. But for the most part, bro, I didn't jack off. But... I was consuming porn. I was still looking at porn. Like, bro, I spent like I didn't look at I didn't look back at porn until the last half of November. Like that's how dedicated I was for all October. But then you're like, hmm, I wonder if there's anything new. And I was looking at some of the bitches I used to jack off to, some of the artists I used to jack off to. I'm still doing it. I just did it the other fucking day. And I told her, even though me and this girl are now getting a bit sexual, we are uh, I'm still doing it because we all got our vices, and I'm working at, I'm working to get rid of mine. It's a it's a process, but I'm working on it. <coughs> I'm working on it. So that much I can't say. Um, unfortunately. I, I did jack off, unfortunately. My goal was the 24th of September to my birthday, January 10th. I didn't make it. The last two weeks just didn't happen. But I can't say that I did do my 90 days. I can't say that at least that I did last 90 days. It may not have been 104, but it was 90. So... There is that. Um, you know, I mean, listen, this this is this is just something I gotta work on. I did write it down as a goal of twenty twenty to f- curb my porn addiction, cause I don't want to see this girl as a piece of meat, and I don't just want to think about sex all the time when it comes to her. I do see her as a person, and she needs to know that. And I need to be better for it. But I also got sexual needs. But 
I got a girlfriend, so let's not focus on porn. Now, and that, and now that covers about December without Christmas and New Year's. Now, so I won't talk about New Year's just yet because New Year's was New Year's. But before I get to Christmas, I need to take this piss. I'll be right back. Uh, <clears throat> I just coughed on my phone. I meant to blow the, the fucking dog fur away that was on it. <clears throat> anyway. So yeah, anyway guys, uh, so Christmas, let's talk about Christmas, and then we'll talk about 2020, and what I want out of it, so Christmas is usually is usually a uh, controversial time for my mother, I love Christmas, if there's one thing that my father installed in me is a, is a deep devotion for Christmas, and uh, I need to be festive. I, you know, I mean, let's be honest. We're all fucking adults here. We know Christmas is like half of it's about the presents. The other half is about family. And some third of it is about Jesus. All right? Let's be honest with ourselves. I can give a fuck about the Jesus part. I'm hype about them goddamn presents, my nigga. Oh, damn, you already know. You already know. I love family, but nigga, getting shit, free shit, come on, dog, come on. But the family is the most important part because it's because the presents are great, but the presents are just a, a, a vessel for your family to show their love. It's a gesture if you will. And I know you do that throughout the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That other bullshit about, oh, if you're fucking, yo, it's the same shit with Valentine's Day. Oh, you're going to show your love on this particular day when you should be showing it every day. Shut the fuck up, all right? Bitch. Okay, I would love to vacation every other day, but I can't vacation every other day, all right? Shit. So anyway, that's what's up. And I love Xmas. Xmas, just the lights and the tree and the music, the food. The worst part is the food. I feel like a fat fuck right now. I haven't worked out in like two weeks. Like I haven't done a real workout in like two weeks. And I feel like a fat fuck because I've been eating like crazy. I got to get back. Once I'm better, bro, I got to get back to the gym. I'm back in the gym. I'm lifting. I'm ripping trees out the ground. Nigga, you know what I'm doing. But my mom ain't, my mom's not too fond of Christmas because she, uh, it, she was she was with Christmas for a good while, but then after but then over a period of time, they they would host parties. My mother and my father they would host parties, but then my mother became the one who was taking care of everything. 
as opposed to my father, who was being a good host, he was being entertaining everybody. But my mother was taking care of the food. She was taking care of the people, making sure everybody was okay, making sure there were gun, no guns at the door. You know what I'm saying? Just that shit. She was making sure everybody was alright. Meanwhile, my father was entertaining. So, and that's why she's not too fond of Christmas. And I told her, and you know, me and her basically went back and forth this entire month. Like, yo, what are we going to eat? What are we going to do? What do we want to do extravagance? And, I'm, and I told her, like, yo, we ain't got to do nothing extravagant. Because fucking. The fuck's going on out there? Hold on. Let's see. She's like, ah, oh, we ain't got to do nothing extravagant. I'm sitting here like, we ain't got to do shit extravagant. You want to keep shit simple? All right, let's go get, let's just get some pizza. Let's do, let's do Italian. Let's get some pizza, some fucking, uh, fucking lasagna and Alfredo. Let's just do that. And she's like, no, I can't eat all that. And I'm like, so what do you want? She's like, I don't know what I want. I'm like, well, let's get, let's get fucking Italian. She's like, I don't want Italian. I'm like, tell her, what the fuck do you want? What do you want? And her boyfriend wants... Fucking rice and beans with pasteles and, and, and all this Spanish shit. And I'm sitting here like, nigga, what? Why are you overcomplicating things? So it's not us overcomplicating it. It's him and you. Because my friends will eat whatever the fuck. My brother will eat whatever the fuck. My sister will have pizza. Her fucking boyfriend will have whatever the fuck. You understand me? It's only it's only four y'all. Anastasia, you, her, and, and him. But regardless, so that's why they create their own mayhem. We create, and through that shit, I told her, we create our own mayhem. Simple shit can be made of a situation. Situations can be fixed with simple shit, but you don't want to use simple shit, so you stress over it. It's that simple. We create our own mayhem. And whatever. So... Christmas Eve comes, and no, the day before Christmas Eve comes, and uh, I've been writing diligently. This whole time I've been working on the book. Yeah, I've taken days off, I've taken nights off. I basically didn't write for all of November and most of October just because I was trying to get a girlfriend at the time. I was trying to get with Anastasia. And, it, you know, it cut into my writing time. And it was a problem. It was a big problem. You know, I mean, yeah, I wanted I wanted to do this, but I got to write. And so, I, but I was able to write still. I was able to write the majority of this one chapter, of the, this one chapter I've been working on for a while. And then eventually... I got, I finished that chapter. Actually, if I'm be honest with you, within the same night, the night before Christmas Eve, the, the 23rd of December, I finished the chapter, the, the third, the, the, the third, the second to last chapter in the last chapter and the epilogue of the book. 
And I sat back and I was like, what the fuck? I just finished a rough draft of my novel, my first novel. I can't fucking believe it. I just couldn't fucking believe it. I really finished the first draft of my novel. It was fucking crazy. So. And I took a piss. I was like, damn. I feel like I rushed the last chapter and the in the epilogue, but well, you know that shit will finish in the in the second in the second draft. And that's when, uh, and then come Christmas Day, uh, I told my family, "Listen, I'm happy to announce that I finished the first draft of the novel." And then I showed them the art that I have of the characters. And uh, my mom started to cry. And I'm like, what the fuck are you crying for? And she's like, uh, no, no, she, I didn't say that. I was like, four years of this, right? Because I've been working on it since end of 2015. So it's actually, it's it's been four years since I started my novel. It's been four years. And I just finished a rough draft. Now, it's a rough draft, Think well, first of all, yeah, and I well, I explain, you know, we're crying, and I, I start crying too, not heavily. She was, she was going, she was starting to, she couldn't say anything. She's like, I was, I was like, you know, that's why I stayed up so late. You wonder why I'm staying up so late while I'm killing myself. And she's like, because you're a stupid, she you're a stupid, that's all she could say. And then I started to explain, like, why. The characters are like this. Why I picked this color for the background, and you know what each of the characters represent. And um, from a mom's birthday, I showed her the cover of the book and the trailer for the book. I can't show you the trailer or use the music. I can't use the trailer that I set up because of copyright issues. But I'm working on getting a different song for the trailer. It's just the song that I used for it is perfect. Painted. Uh, I can't. I can't say it. I can't say it. I can't say it. Oh, I won't say it for copyright issues. I won't say it for copyright issues. But um, yeah. Fuck it. It's painted black by Hidden Citizens. I. You know what? Yeah, they can't sue me unless I post it. So. Fuck it. I made a mock trailer for my book. I'm, I can't post it. I'm not going to post it. But that song, the cover is perfect for my book. The That cover is perfect for my book. And the trailer it basically says everything that I've been trying to say. Uh, it, say it says the main theme of the book, outside of family. <coughs> but I can't use it. Because it'll cost me at least $10,000 to use it. So I'm going to go with something else. Excellent song, but they... Hidden Citizens did an excellent job with that song. Uh, and, uh... But, you know, some of y'all may be thinking, like, oh, it's a rough draft of your book. Who gives, you know, it's your rough draft. Why are you crying about it? Because I never wrote a book before. 
I never wrote a book that I, I never, I never done something that I did for four years. I literally sat down for this many, this much time, worked on it, slaved, rewrite after rewrite after rewrite after rewrite, just to finish this one thing. And now it's done. Well, now the first draft of it is done. And now I just got to go, I got to print, I got to go to Staples, print this motherfucker out. Because I just got done formatting it into one finished uh, product. And now I just got to print it out, go through it with a red pen. And then fix all the shit that goes on in there. You know, and that's really what I'm spending 2020. That's what I'm going to be doing for 2020. So I may do that tomorrow, actually. I may actually do that tomorrow. Let's see. But that's the next step. Print it out. Go through with a red pen. Fix this. Fix that. And then by the end of 2020, the plan is to have this shit in my hands. Before my father's uh, on. Have it in my hands. Or at least on the way. By my father's fifth anniversary. In October. The latest possible... I want is my mother's birthday and I will take my birthday 20, uh, 2021 but any anything past my birthday I will feel like a failure so I don't want to rush the piece I don't want to rush it at all but that is, that is that was my deadline that I set up back in 2015 so that's how it is Sleeping good, Rocky? Shit. I don't know if you guys can hear that this nigga is snoring. Anyway. So, yeah, man. That's just... That's how it is, bro. You know? I wrote a book. Let's just finish it. Um, yeah, that was... Honestly, that's... Those were the biggest highlights of, 20, of 2019 for me. I finished my book... I finished the first half of my book. I got a girlfriend. I started an open mic. My nigga, like, I, I really just hit three of my goals right there for 2019. I hit three of my goals for 2019. Find love. Run an open mic. I run a show, but I ran, I'm running my own open mic. Finish my book. I got more goals and shit, but I, uh, I'll look for it later. But I wrote out some goals for this year, and which was have the book in my hands by the end of this year, get it, be better at stand-up, be better at voiceover, among other things, just to name a few. Just to name a few. Get to Manhattan. That's that's the biggest one for me right now, just getting to Manhattan and doing what I have to do for stand up. But yeah, that's that's honestly what my plan is right now. I just have to work on I'm just working on the book and I'm trying to get this equipment. I just got my voiceover equipment. I got to get this podcast equipment. And, you know, it's like, I know what you're thinking. It's like, bro, if you just want to go to Manhattan, go to Manhattan. All this shit for you is in Manhattan. And I'm like, you're right. It is. Or I could just 
go to Manhattan and pay it from there. Forward them money on a regular basis. That's not how I'm going to do it. I may have to get a second job. Or I could get off my ass, start writing, do more vocal work. And I'm not looking to make a living. I'm just making to make money. And yeah, make a living, set aside some dollars, all that. Get out of the current job I'm in, get to another job, get a gym membership, you know, get healthier. You know, I, I got goals, get healthier. Like, I'm not trying to not be no faggot out here who's like, oh, I'm going to get to the gym for, like, the first week. Oh, my God. oh I'm just going to do, like, a week of working out, and then I'm not going to do it for the rest of the week, for the rest of the year. Like, the whole first half of January, I'm pumping iron, and then I just stop. Like, fuck you. I'm not that bitch. I'm not a bitch. You understand me? So that's one goal I have. <laughs> Get healthier. You can always get healthier. Always, always, always get healthier. Get Be a better vocal artist. Start learning how to sing. Be a better reader. Be a better friend. Be a better lover. Be a better son. Become a man. Continue the journey to becoming a man. Uh, get more money. Become... Live in Man, move to Manhattan, begin the process of moving to Manhattan, uh, improve the podcast. There's a, uh, there's a billion things that I could do to better my life. And I've been saying for the last how many months that 2020 is going to be an, a, a crazy ass year for me, my family, my friends. I see nothing but crazy, good and bad. But I see mainly good coming out of 2020. I swear. I swear. I just see. I just feel it in my fucking bones, my nigga. I just feel it, bro. That 2020 is going to be some craziness for everybody. Like, I don't even think just because it's a new decade, bro. I think just because, bro. Like, honestly. Like, I just feel it, my nigga. Like, you can just feel something, bro. I just feel it. 2020 is going to be fucking crazy. What do I want out of this year, bro? I want hard work and dedication. Because out of that, we will get good fortune, bro. That's what that's what I want out of 2020. And the only one that can apply to that is me, myself, and I. And you guys, that applies to you guys, too. You can get good fortune through hard work and dedication. Sometimes being at the right place at the right time is good. That happened to me. Being at the right place at the right time. But if you don't put that shit out there that you want this shit, bro, it won't happen. You got to show the universe, like, bro, what the fuck? I I need this. I'm going to go get it. And then she'll throw your bone here, throw your bone there. But eventually she'll give you what you want, bro. It's just how long you can Shawshank. How long are you willing to travel through shit to get to the other side? Rat infested sewers. You're literally crawling through shit like niggas fecal matter. You're probably gonna smell like shit for the next week and a half, bro. No matter how hard you scrub. But you're out of fucking Alcatraz. You're out of Shawshank. 
Because you call to do doo And that's, and that's it, man. I just, that's what I want. I see nothing but good fortune and, and happiness. I also see bad shit. I feel like a lot of crazy shit could happen. And I don't want to say it out loud just yet because I jinx it, but I know what it is. And, you know, when it happens, I'm most likely let y'all know what happens. But I see nothing, I see nothing, nothing small happening this year. I see nothing but big shit, bro. I'm telling you, 2020 is going to be a crazy-ass year. I swear to you, another 9-11, I don't fucking know. Trump gets assassinated, I don't fucking know. Let me know when it happens, that's all I got to say, because that shit don't affect me right now. Until it happens, I don't give a fuck. So anyway, guys, that's all I really got to say. That's all I really got to say. 2020 has been a crazy year. 2019 has been a crazy year. It's been a... It's been an odd year. 2020 has been... 2020 has got nothing but crazy shit coming through. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So... I want to thank you guys very much for listening for this whole year. I want to thank you guys very much for listening to our bullshit. I want to thank you guys very much for for your participation. I want to thank you guys very much for everything. Please, I hope you have an excellent year too. And may your 2020 be met with good fortune, good pussy, excellent pussy, big titties, a fat stomach, fucking, and if you're gay or a woman, a big a dick to your size, to your liking, and a nigga that knows how to use it. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. I love you. Follow me on Antonio, <coughs> Antonio Smash 6. And yeah. And that's it, that's it. Please share and follow and share the podcast and keep listening. I thank you guys very much. We'll hit we'll hit you up next year. I mean next week with some more shit. Everything guys. Smash out.